Productions presents Laugh, Literature and Film. Broadcasting from Flying Bull Studios, it's Laugh, episode 39. And we laugh. For the May 1st weekend. I am Mr. Two Frames and I am joined in studios by the L Train. How are you today, sir? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. You excited? Yeah, man. This is going to be an interesting week. I really like uh, what we have going on. Talking about AIs. I am very thrilled. Because you're, you're all into the Avengers, aren't you? I, I just, I love summer blockbusters, and I know that summer blockbusters started about a month ago with the uh, Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, did you see that? No. No. No, I'm not what too else? big into that. So you love summer blockbusters, you just don't love that one? Yeah, that one didn't really get me Jones in, but this, superheroes, uh, 3D, IMAX, All right, it's so going to be awesome. You plan on going on the first day? You're going to cosplay and go on the first day? No, I'm not. Uh, I'll probably see it like early show on Saturday or Sunday. All right, so what movie are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about Avengers 2 Age of Ultron, <laughs> starring a ridiculous number of people. Right, yeah, I don't think you need to go over all of them. Uh, I mean, the big Just names, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Chris Helmsworth is coming back as Thor, Mark Ruffalo is so you, uh, the Hulk. You really did start running down the Hulk. Yeah. If you were going to cosplay and go to the to the premiere of this, what character would you choose? Uh, Jarvis. Oh, just a voice? Just yeah, a disembodied like voice? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Very good. So, no, I'm very excited. This is the continuing adventures of uh, Marvel superheroes. Now they're fighting against a robot that Iron Man created. Oh, maybe it's, it's an another AI. AI. Right. Uh, so, written, directed, is, or directed by Josh Whedon. Mm-hmm. I think he wrote it too. How old do you think uh, Josh Whedon is? Ooh, uh, 37. That's what I would have thought. He's 50 years old. What? Yeah, he's closer in age to me than he is to you. Wow, I didn't realize he was that old. But I guess he's been doing movies forever. Well, he started on uh, The Roseanne Show. Yep. He was a punch-up artist for The Roseanne Show. Uh, He worked on Toy Story. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I'm not sure that I ever really liked that. (laughs) I've heard some people say it is fantastic. You you gotta give it a chance. I gave it a chance. I didn't like it. All right. Yeah. I, what's your take on him? Uh, for the most part, I like his stuff. I love Cabin in the Woods. I I I I don't know. I don't know about him. I think he he comes across to me as a, a little. I don't know if it's arrogance or confidence. But he's he's had so many hits that he's he could have become M Night Shyamalan. Instead, he chose to become so much more. No, instead, the media chose to make him into this sort of wounder kid. Uh, So, I I don't know. I think he was someone that everyone wanted to do well. He has a lot of devoted fans. Unfortunately, he's done a lot of TV series that have been canceled prematurely. I like the Serenity. Serenity. I haven't seen Firefly. Yeah, Firefly. uh, He did Dollhouse. Uh Uh, what else? But he's also responsible for that alien resurrection thing. Okay, so he has some misses, but <laughs> right. y- you miss a hundred percent of the pitches that you don't swing at. <laughs> okay. All right. So Avengers: Age of Ultron. I- I'm excited. Are you excited? No. Yeah, we'll go see it. Probably. I don't know. Maybe. Mm, depends. Are we going to talk about it? Do uh, we have to talk about no, it? No. I-, I think people know if they're going to see this. I will say I was a little disappointed that the Marvel movie marathon wasn't coming anywhere near us. Cause I, 
for a brief time, I considered doing it. What would it have been? Like six Watch in the morning? Watch all 11 movies. It, it would start at what? six o'clock. In the morning? On a Wednesday. And then you fit, or they start showing you the 11th movie at like eight o'clock on Thursday. If you watch all 11 films, they give you a little plastic medal. <laughs> wow. Do you pay for it? $65. Wow. Could you watch it through the night? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You just go and you watch. I don't know. I could have gone because I fall asleep easily in movies. <laughs> I could have slept through three or four of those. I mean, I was tempted. I was looking to see if you know it was anywhere close by and the closest spot was New York. A cheap, chintzy little medal. So you did it. I, did the I, went to a, I went to a marathon once, an all-night movie marathon that began at midnight. If you made it through to breakfast, they gave you your money back. <laughs> that was great. We didn't make it. Oh, Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, so? So uh, this movie is opening in 4,200 theaters. That's a lot of theaters. Yeah, I looked it up to see if this was setting a record. It's not. What movie do you think opened in the most theaters? Wow, that's so 4,468 theaters. Mm, can you give me the year? Uh, it's within the last five years. Huh. It can't be the Dark Knight Rises? Dark Knight Rises was third on the list. Uh, was it a sequel? Yes. Mm, mm, I don't know. Can you give me another hint? <laughs> Who was in it? Uh, who who can I tell you was in here that wouldn't give it away? Was it a, uh, Iron Man 3? No. Was it a Marvel movie? Nope. was not a Marvel movie. Wow. I'm not a guy movie. Uh, oh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? Nope. Nope. Uh, Twilight. Eclipse. Oh. Which I think is the third, maybe. Wow. What yeah. was the second? Second was Harry Potter, The Half-Blood Prince. Hmm. And then third uh, was Dark Knight Rises. Wow. Wait, and this is in 200 theaters less than the number one? Yeah. So I mean, where does it rank saying, on the list? Uh, it'd be in the mid-20s right now. Hmm. I All mean, right. we don't have the final number, so it may go up. But 4,200s right now with their projecting. Wow. Well, I don't know how many are going to be at the other movie that's opening this weekend. Or how many theaters there are. Nine. <laughs> really? I looked it up. Nine? <laughs> That's a wide release. It's not really counter-programming, is it? Yeah. It's, wow. So it's in like three theaters in Los Angeles, Chicago, and New York? Yeah. Maybe you get why one Why even talk about it? It's nine. Uh, it was the only one that I knew that was open. So there really is nothing else opening wide. Yes. Huh. All right. But, but still, if you are lucky enough. If you're lucky enough to live in Chicago or Los Angeles. Maybe maybe DC. I don't know. You can go see Far From the Madding Crowd, starring Carrie Mulligan. I've been waiting forever for them to make a movie out of that. It's Carrie Mulligan. She's awesome. I would go see this actually if I had the option. I might go see this. Um, except I found out that there's like this huge uh, sheep genocide in the middle of it. Apparently, she's a sheep farmer, and they they kill all they kill like hundreds of sheep. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, what's the story? What, uh, what oh, is the a, story? It's a, in case our audience isn't familiar. <laughs> okay, it's a uh, it's a Thomas Hardy um, book. Uh, far from the Madding Crowd. Wow, it really is the summer of Tom. That's what I was saying. It's the summer <laughs> of Tom. That's my point. Different Tom though, right? Is this, no, Tom Hardy. 
Thomas Hardy? Yeah, it's a different guy. This guy's, uh, he's the guy that wrote Tess of Dubervilles. D'Urbervilles, I think. And yeah. uh, Jude the Obscure. You ever read anything by him? Tess of D'Urbervilles. I read dark, it in college. Dark. Dark. Slow, man. long. Oh, yeah. uh, like a lot of 19th century British literature. Um, this is written, the screenplay was written by David Nichols, who also uh, adapted, he adapted Tess of Dubervilles. Or Dubervilles. <laughs> I'd read a movie about um, an Uber driver. <laughs> I want to make a movie about an Uber driver called Tess of Uber. <laughs> Did you hear about that a football player, A.J. Francis, that plays for the Miami Dolphins, and he applied to be an Uber driver? No. <laughs> you didn't hear about this? Yeah, in the offseason, he said, the only thing better than NFL money is more money. <laughs> and then... Like, people ripped into him, man. ESPN, Time Magazine. For being willing to drive people around? I don't really know why they ripped into him, but he's hilarious. He's a semester away from his master's degree. Mm -hmm. Um, Time Magazine just lost their ass on him. (laughs) Uh, He responded to them, like, like they said, he's probably going to be cut at the end of the year, is what Time Magazine said to him. And then A.J. Francis tweeted out to Time I don't mind y'all taking shots at me. You got to get your clicks. I understand. But can you remind me who you gave Man of the Year in 1938? Hitler? <laughs> yeah. So immediately I started following A.J. Francis on Twitter. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, I like that guy. He's, he's, our, he's Laugh Podcast's favorite yep. NFL athlete. Yep. Awesome, dude. If you need a ride somewhere, wherever he is in Miami, give him a, give him a call. He's an Uber driver. Ooh, I like it. Um, you weren't going to talk about a red box, were you? No, I, I don't think we're going to do a red box pick this week because I am hooked right now on a Netflix TV show, uh, Daredevil, which is also part of the Marvel universe. That's pretty cool. I really like this Daredevil. I like show. the idea of integrating multi multimedia dimensions into one cohesive story, and I. My guess is, I haven't seen it, but because you're so enthusiastic about it, I guess that you like it better than Gotham? Ooh, uh, they're very different shows. I mean, this is more superhero-driven, where Gotham is pre-superhero. Does it does it qualify as a potential um, podcast for the Laugh Podcast? Maybe. Uh, one of the things that I'm really interested in seeing how they do, they're planning on doing a couple of other superhero TV shows, and they're all going to mesh together for something called the Defenders. Hmm. Is this new? Is this not a the, this the is Marvel part of the, title? It's part of the Marvel franchise. Luke Cage, uh, Iron Fury. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's uh, female superheroes, so they're all getting their own TV shows uh, on Netflix, and then I think early next year we should get the Defenders. Hmm. Wow. So. And, I mean, the production values are real high. Stars Charlie Cox, uh, we talked about him. We both enjoyed his performance in The Theory of Everything. He was the best friend, Jonathan Jones. Oh, yeah. He was in, I thought I recognized him on the the commercials because I got the Netflix account, too. And uh, I I couldn't, he was in uh, that movie, that TV show on HBO about the gangsters with Steve Buscemi and all those other guys set in the 30s. Uh, Boardwalk Empire? Yeah, that's the one. I was giving you a whole bunch of clues. <laughs> so you finally got around to it. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah. Like, all right, so I'm going to watch me some uh, Daredevil 2. I'm going to take your recommendation. 
I like it. Do you have a Amazon Prime pick of the week? I do. I do. An Amazon Prime pick of the week for this week because uh, it's all about superheroes and stuff. Uh huh. I want you guys to go out and watch Boy Wonder from 2010, uh, written and directed by David Morrissey, starring a guy named Kelb Steinmeier as Sean. It's a story about a, uh, a, a, a boy who's a wonder. <laughs> Imagine that. It's like he's a real-life superhero, and he has these different motivations as a child that cause him to be in a certain situation where he tries to become like a you know a, a defender of justice or something so he's never been covered in toxic goo or no, no, no. fired from an alien Mm-mm. planet by his parents before the whole thing blows up Mm-mm. there's an origin story but it's it's told dramatically mm-hmm. um it's coming in at like 60% on rotten tomatoes but it only has no less than that actually it's coming in as rotten on rotten tomatoes but uh it only has like five reviews but one of the one of the reviewers that gave him a positive review was uh, Roger Ebert huh. in his last one of his last reviews, and he said it was because of marketing that the movie drew reviews mostly from comics oriented websites. But uh, it has a lot deeper currents than that. And he said he started watching it with moderate expectations and was surprised by how quickly he was drawn in. The movie works insistently on an emotional level. And I really liked it. I thought it was a pretty good movie and a pretty good counterbalance to the stuff like the eye candy and the wild and crazy Age of ultron stuff. So that's my Amazon Prime pick of the week. I like it. So um, our next show, Laugh 40, we've got a huge review to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, this might be our favorite movie of the year so far. Probably collectively if you added the aggregate together. Yeah. I think it would rank up there near the top. Uh, we're going to be reviewing Et's Machina, the Alex Garland film. Yep. Scar- starring Oscar Isaac. We are both very excited about this film. Yep. So, Oscar Isaac. Uh, look for that to drop here in a couple days. Uh, so we split on Avengers, Age of Ultron. Yeah, I'm I definitely mean, going to go see it. You're, I think you guys might should go see it. <laughs> Take my recommendation. Uh, far from the matting crowd... Uh, we're enthusiastic about it, but only if you live in one of the nine locations that it's playing in. And you like cheap death. Yeah. If you're staying at home this week, we have two streaming options for you. First up is Boy Wonder on Amazon. Or if you have Netflix, you can go watch the Daredevil TV series. All of season one is now available. So um, from Flying Bull Production Studios, this has been Mr. Two Frames. Joined in studios by the l Thank you for joining me, sir. Hey, pox that bonum, everybody. There be dragons. Very awkward about this. Very awkward about what? You can't Ooh. get the mic how you like it? I have a little mic issues. <laughs>